If you want the Holy Spirit to be more than just a feeling and become more of a friendship, then you will enjoy this episode. I'm going to share some tips and strategies that I personally use to help develop my relationship with the Holy Spirit. Welcome back to the Miracle Mindset Podcast, and I'm your host, DJ Bagwell, and I'm excited to bring a brand new episode to help you see and experience more of the power, the glory, and the miracles of God in your ministry. Now, today we're talking about developing a friendship with the Holy Spirit. So we want to take you from just being a person who experiences just the feelings, and there's nothing wrong with feeling. In fact, part of a friendship is having feelings. But we want to take you to a higher level of relationship, a deeper level of relationship with the Holy Spirit to where you go from just, oh, it's this feeling, or oh, I feel these goosebumps, or oh, man, I could feel the Spirit here, to where where you're in a walking, daily, talking, daily community and relationship with the Holy Spirit. And that's possible. And I'm going to share three tips with you today, or really three reminders about how to go deeper in your relationship. So here's the first thing I want you to realize. I want you to realize that the Holy Spirit is a person and not a feeling. That's Let's just start right there because everyone listening to this podcast might be in different places. Some of you know that, but some people may not know. I grew up in a church, uh, in a Baptist church, where the Holy Spirit was more of this feeling or, uh-oh, someone's dancing, that's the Holy Spirit, or someone's shouting, that's the Holy Spirit. And while those may or may not be manifestations of the Holy Spirit or experiencing the Holy Spirit themselves... That is not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is part of the Holy Trinity. It is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is just as much God as Jesus is and the Father is. And so when you start with that understanding, then you realize, wow, okay, so I can have a relationship I can have a friendship with the Holy Spirit because if I, have a Holy, if I have a relationship with God the Father through Jesus Christ, then the Holy Spirit is also a part of that process. In fact, the Bible says, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Well, that means the Holy Spirit has feelings, has a personality. The Bible gives titles to the Holy Spirit. He's a teacher. He'll teach you all things, a counselor, right? And so the Holy Spirit has functions and personality and feelings, that means that you can have a friendship. Now, what do I mean by friendship? A friendship with the Holy Spirit simply means this. You go beyond maybe your first phase of, well, I don't really know what the Holy Spirit is. It's kind of interesting or weird. or Okay, I understand kind of people experience the Holy Spirit. So then going to more of a fellowship, right, to where you understand, okay, well, the Holy Spirit is a person. But now a friendship is when you are walking in alignment. You are talking to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is speaking back to you. That is the first step in seeing more of the power of God in your ministry. I know many of you are tuning in and you know, saying, okay, well, I want to see more of the power of God. Before you even get to the power, you need to get to the source. I'm going to say that again. Before you can get to the power, you need to get to the source of the power. And the source of the power is the Holy Spirit. Your ministry is a reflection of your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Nothing more, nothing less. There are times that God will move sovereignly and pour out a spirit that goes outside of you. But oftentimes, you're preaching, you're teaching, your love, 
Your ministry, your church, your activities should be a reflection of how much time you spend in friendship with the Holy Spirit. Do you spend time in prayer? Do you spend time in communion? Do you spend time in everything you do? I remember when I was first getting to know the Holy Spirit, I would wake up and say, okay, Holy Spirit, what tie should I wear to work today? I know that sounds silly, but I wanted to get in the practice of talking and walking with the Holy Spirit. Okay, Holy Spirit, what should I do? How do I react? Okay, Holy Spirit, I, I, I have a meeting today. Can you guide me or show me how to do this? Holy Spirit, you say you'll bring everything back to my remembrance. That's why you have to know the word of God. If you have to know the promises of the Holy Spirit. I said, Holy Spirit, you say you'll bring everything back to my remembrance. Well, I'm taking this test today. I need you to bring it back to my remembrance for this test. See, that's when you're in a relationship and a friendship. So that's the first thing you have to realize that the Holy Spirit is not a feeling, but a person. And again, those feelings are not bad. I feel goosebumps. I feel heat. I feel manifestations of the Holy Spirit, but that's not the person. Just like my wife can feel my love. My wife can feel a hug for me. My wife can feel loved by me, but that's not me. That is an expression of who I am. Those feelings, if true, are from the Holy Spirit. And some people, let's be honest, are just emotional. And it's not the Holy Spirit at all. And emotion's okay too. But don't confuse emotion and feeling with a person. Sounds good? Now, here's number two. Number two is this. I want you to realize that the Holy Spirit isn't weird, that people sometimes are weird. <laughs> so I want to clarify. Again, I remember growing up and my friends who were not in church was like, oh, the Holy Spirit, and they would do funny dances and stuff like that. And because... Unfortunately, the Holy Spirit sometimes get a bad rap by the church, right? And um, also, in some cases, people in the world will never understand how the Holy Spirit is. So it's not our job to justify or to normalize the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is like a mighty rushing wind. He's like a fire. So there's not a controllable way or normalization that we can do with the Holy Spirit. But also, many people have been scared off by the Holy Spirit because of people. People have sensationalized and 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 made very dramatic, I guess, if you will, the Holy Spirit in their flesh or in their own emotion versus following the Holy Spirit. Now, I, I, I'm the first one to tell you, when I pray in the Holy Spirit, it may sound weird to you. That's okay. I'm with the Holy Spirit. When I pray for people, sometimes they fall on the ground by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm not trying to be sensational. I want to be genuine. I want to be authentic. And sometimes that comes with dancing. Sometimes that comes with flags. Sometimes that comes with people falling on the ground and rolling. And sometimes it's a still, quiet voice. So I don't want you, if you're new to this, to be weirded out by people. Or I don't want you, if you're not new to this, maybe you're a minister, you're a pastor right now, and you're so worried about offending people by the Holy Spirit that you're not walking in authenticity in your relationship as long as you're following the holy spirit and you're doing it from a place of love and wanting to connect people to the holy spirit then i believe you should flow as, as the holy spirit leads you again we want to be mindful of connecting to people where they are but also we cannot water down and limit the holy spirit it's a perfect balance and that comes through a friendship with the holy spirit so you could become a friend of the holy spirit when you know that hey this isn't weird this is a relationship holy spirit what do you want me to do do you want me to prophesy right now do you want me to lay hands on this person right now do you want me just to go and hug them do you have a word of knowledge i remember this one person um was walking by and, I, and again i'm a pastor and I heard the Holy Spirit say, this person has been dealing with suicidal thoughts and depression. 
I'm thinking, oh, uh, Holy Spirit, how do I bring that up in a normal way? Because, you know, I've seen or I've heard stories of people say, the Lord has said to me, you are suicide. Well, I mean, <laughs> right. Is that loving? Is that a way to bridge the gap? Probably not. And so for me, I was like, Holy Spirit, show me how to bridge the gap and reach this person where they are. And so I talked to them. I say, hey, you know what? Thank you for, you know, coming today. And and I said, hey, you know, first of all, I guess, how are you doing? And this person looked at me and they looked sad and they're like, I'm not doing well. I'm like, okay. And from there, I said, okay, well, do you ever feel like it's too much? You ever feel like, you know, you just want to give up, throw in the towel sometimes? And this person was like, yes, yes, yes. Actually, I tried to end my life. I'm like, whoa, okay. So we're, we're, you know, and so I confirmed how they felt. I confirmed where they were at in a question answering way. You know, I say, okay, well, hey, have you felt like this? Or does this make sense? Or does this resonate? Right? That's how you you can become less weird or less spooky, if you will, and more relational. And so this person said, yes. And so I said, okay, well, then I know what I know how we can handle this. Jesus can solve that. And we end up having prayer for deliverance. The person got delivered from those spirits that were holding them down. And they have been happy and growing and thriving and being discipled ever since then. So you need the Holy Spirit. And you need a friendship with the Holy Spirit to speak to you in those moments and tell you, hey, this person dealing with this. Or, hey, DJ, you know what? You need to go apologize to your wife. The Holy Spirit isn't just for other people. It's for you as well. So we have to have a friendship. But it's not weird to hear from the Holy Spirit. It's not weird to go pray and someone get delivered from demons. It's not weird if someone gets excited about the Holy Spirit and shouts or, or prays in a, in a language you don't understand. It's not weird if you're following the word of God. It's only weird because you don't know the word of God. So start with the foundation of the word of God and that will help you normalize and understand what is in the Bible, what is walking in, 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 in relationship with the Holy Spirit. That comes through prayer as well, right? When you're living on the word that proceeded out the mouth of God. And all of a sudden, when you have the word, the logos, and the rhema word, you can walk in relationship and friendship with the Holy Spirit. Now, here's the last thing I want to share today. The last realization is that I want you to realize that a friendship with the Holy Spirit is gained through consistent obedience now, I know that's not sexy. Some of you guys were looking for some different tips or different things like that. But I'm telling you, I've seen it in my life and I've seen it in the lives of men and women of God who have walked out this journey. They live in a place of consistent obedience to the Holy Spirit. In fact, this podcast is about consistent relationship with the Holy Spirit. This podcast was birthed out of the Holy Spirit speaking to me and telling me, I want you to start this podcast, A Miracle Mindset. And so I struggled with it, to be honest. I was like, well, God, if I put it out there, are people going to receive this? Are people going to want this podcast? And I know there's many people who come to me all the time and want to go deeper in God and want to see more miracles, signs, and wonders in their ministry. But a lot of people are off put by it. A lot of people, just being real, um, judge you, look at you. But guess what? I want to be friends with the Holy Spirit more than I want to be friends with those people. And so I have to be obedient. In fact, here's what the Bible says in John 15 and 14. This is Jesus speaking. And here's how you know that obedience is the key of friendship. Jesus speaks to his disciples and say, you are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his, his master's business. Instead, I've called you friends. Think about that. The key to friendship with the Holy Spirit is obedience. So think about this. You can go to church. 
You can be in a pulpit. You can preach. You can sing. You can worship. You can serve and do all these things. But if you're not in obedience with the, to the Holy Spirit, you're not walking in friendship with the Holy Spirit. Mm. So think about this. If you're living in a place of constant sin, you can't say that you are friends with the Holy Spirit because a friend of the Holy Spirit, a friend of Jesus does what he says. It's not like your normal friendship where, hey, well, you know, we talk every day and so we're friends. No, 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 no. The friendship with the sovereign, the sovereign God is based through obedience. Your relationship is through the blood of Jesus and relationship with Jesus and by grace, but your friendship is different than your salvation. You see, salvation gets you into heaven, but relationship keeps you in heavenly places. It keeps you in a place where you're in communication with heaven. It keeps you where you're in sync with heaven. That's what a friendship does. So you want a friendship with the Holy Spirit, then you have to have consistent obedience. So when the Holy Spirit tells you, start the podcast, guess what? Start the podcast. When the Holy Spirit tells you, apologize to your spouse. Don't do that at work. I know everyone else is doing this at work. They're cheating. They're gambling. They're doing this. Whatever they're doing, is you don't do that. You're set apart. You're different. You're holy. And so there's going to be times when you're not popular. There's going to be times when you lose friends. There's going to be times, trust me, I know, right? There's going to be times when you don't quite fit in, but because you're obedient to the Holy Spirit, you walk in unity and friendship with him. That is powerful. That is how you see sign wonders and miracles. That is how you start to see God moving your ministry, moving your family, moving in every area because you're walking in sync with him. You're walking in obedience. You're walking in honor. The Bible says if you honor God, he will honor you. So those are the three points I want you to remember. I will quickly recap. Number one, realize the Holy Spirit is a person, not a feeling. Number two, realize the Holy Spirit isn't weird. People are. And realize, number three, that friendship with the Holy Spirit is gained through consistent obedience. So that concludes this episode of the Miracle Mindset. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to, number one, please go on, review, give us all the stars you think we deserve. Number two, I want you to share it with a friend. And number three, I want you to apply the things that you learned today from this episode and let us know. Get a, go to sharehopeglobal.com. Again, that's sharehopeglobal.com. You can see what we do through our ministry. You can see what we do through our outreach. But also, you can leave a review and a message of how this podcast has blessed you so we want to hear from you we want to partner with you and we love you so we want to see you walk in everything god has for you until next time take care thank you for tuning in to miracle mindset with pastor dj bagwell we're thrilled you're part of our community hit that subscribe button and help us spread the word by sharing this show with a friend want to dive deeper into more incredible miracles Visit djbagwell.com and witness powerful testimonies, share your miracle story, and learn more about hosting a live training or service with Pastor DJ at your church. Join us next time, and remember, with a miracle mindset, nothing is impossible.